0: Oh.
1: and welcome to episode 12 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. My name's Javid, and joining me this week from the south coast of, <laughs> the south coast of England, Bex. Good evening. evening from Costa Weymouth, Zach. Hello, good evening. And from Twickenham, um, Liam Hennessy.
2: Hello.
1: Right, two good results on the spin. We're in a cup final and um, three points today. Couldn't get much better,
3: could it? It's a good time to be a Spurs fan.
2: It's always a good time to be a Spurs fan.
3: But doubly so now that we're going to Wembley.
2: I can't believe it.
3: I can't believe it!
4: Fantastic, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Oh God, I'm, still, I'm still sore about the FA Cup. Yeah. I am sore about the FA Cup. I, I love that competition.
2: Well, I think it's it, it really is a matter of timing, isn't it? Um, it I think it's it's understandable that they put this so-called lesser competition to finish by, you know, towards the, the, the end third of the season, because it, it, but what it means is that, that, that we've got a kind of a fixture congestion. In a way, I'm kind of quite pleased that we're out of the FA cup, uh, considering that we're nearly at the final of, of this. Well, we're at the final, of this other brilliant cup that I, I love to pieces now and is far more important than, than what's it called? The FA cup. I can't remember what that thing is. Um, <sighs> I think we win this one, then we carry on. We, we concentrate on winning the first leg of the Europa Cup against uh, Fiorentina, so we don't have to worry too much about the second leg, which I think is three days before the FA Cup final. The, the, um, it is indeed, the yeah. Europa, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, which isn't fair, by the way, because Chelsea have got a whole week uh, of, of of rest before uh, they have to play, and 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 really, as it's a final there should be some sort of measure in place so that both teams get a fair rest, don't you think?
3: I think we knew how the fixture list would stack up beforehand. And I would rather take the way it is than any further bickering. And I don't want to be the team that says, oh, well, you know, it's all unfair. I don't want to be Mourinho.
0: No.
3: Whinging and, you know, claiming a conspiracy against us. Fiction,
2: watching fiction. that what, watching that game, though, I have to say, it's really not easy being a Spurs fan. You know, no. you think... I, and relax, those were my words when we scored our first goal. I thought, great, now they have to score three if they're going to win. It's very unlikely they're going to score two because they've only done that once, I think, in the last ten games uh, they've played at home. I'm not sure, too sure about that. But lo and behold, what do we do? We contrive to age ourselves again and 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 go through that horrible situation the last five minutes where you're just thinking oh my god it's happening again it's bloody happening again but ericsson my god it's like all of a sudden our hoodoos no longer exist we no longer fade in those awful last 15 minutes we've now got christian ericsson who can just pop up slide the ball into the corner of the net. Lo and behold, we're through to the next stage. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant time to be a Spurs fan. Yes, things aren't perfect, but really this is uh, Poticino's first year and uh, I think it's fantastic. And whether we win or lose, we've got a cup final to look forward to and that is spectacular in Mauricio's first season. So well done to him and come on you Spurs.
0: Yep.
4: Fantastic, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was a pub, an advertisement on behalf of the Tottenham Hotspur Football Club from Liam Hennessy. Um, no, it was wonderful. I mean, it's no wonder they call us Happy Clappies. But <laughs> um, no, I thought it was I mean, it's been great. I, 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 I love the FA Cup. I do. I grew up on it, and I do really. You know, I, I had a bit of a an, a, um, a Twitter spat with somebody. Not like seriously. I was only doing it. I was only digging him out as a joke or whatever on another podcast and he took offence to it. Um, yeah. So, um, but I do think, yeah, you know, the FA Cup is the FA Cup. I love it, but it's nice to be in a final. Um, I'm a bit concerned that really they owe us, they owe us doubly now. They owe us for the last League Cup final and they also yeah. owe us for the um, New Year's Day. So uh, I don't think they'll need any motivation. Um, uh, so, uh I don't know. It, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think things could go well. Um, we have this nice shape to us. We have pretty much, I think, I was listening to someone discussing our team and they were saying pretty much all the positions are now fairly solid. Fairly, The first choice is fairly solid. You could argue about Fazio or Dyer. You could argue about Rose or Davies. And you could argue on the right side about Townsend or Lamella. But apart from that, everybody else is pretty much... That's the first eleven, yeah. and I um, yeah. start of the season. We didn't, we didn't have a clue, no, and yeah, most of the mean. last two seasons. <laughs> Are know. you a
2: stats? Are you a stats man, Zach?
4: Um, I think they, 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 they you know, a little bit, but I think they, you know they, 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 hide the truth a lot of the time.
2: Well, because decide... you know you can you can really make a case for us uh, beating Chelsea. We've we've never lost to Chelsea uh, at Wembley. I think. In a cup final, I don't think we have ever lost to them. Uh, it's been a while since since um, they've they've done. Let's say it's been a while since they they've they've put it past us in a cup final, and we should really we should be able to carry that on. I've got no. We've already beaten them five three. We really should have beaten them more than that. We shouldn't. We should have been five one again. You know, we can do it again. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but the players will be telling themselves we've already beaten them. We can do it again. We're getting better, they're getting worse. The signs are good.
4: So, so, just, you can just, call, phone up, all your old friends, and have a party.
1: Just on the um, yeah, the FA Cup yeah. thing. Yeah. I, mean, I think that, that's obviously come and gone. Um, I'm not too worried about that. But on the fixture congestion, so we've got Fiorentina away a few days before. Um, if we get a, if we get a decent result, comfortable, um, say victory by good score line in the first game in the first leg at home then obviously they won't we won't be under so much pressure. But if if it's a lot more tighter than that going into that second leg and if you're Poch, how would you how would you treat that game? Would you take it seriously or would you rest a few players with the final in mind a few days later?
3: How? I think he's gonna take it seriously. I don't think he's the kind of manager who's I don't, I don't think he deliberately put out a weakened team for the Leicester game. I don't think there was any intention to lose that game. Um, I still think he's playing around with formations. I think he will go for the Fiorentina away game, irrespective of the fact that we have Chelsea three days later.
2: Well, there's a rumour, isn't there, it, that it's in uh, Vaughan's contract to be playing all the cup games or is that just is that just what it is a rumor is there is that unsubstantiated
1: i i think it's a rumor and and if somebody can correct me either um either one of you guys or, or one of the listeners um i've got a feeling that Lloris has started a few cup games i could be talking bollocks here but i'm pretty sure he has
3: i think that's a rubbish contract clause who really is going to agree to sign that that's not the kind of thing a yeah. club will do because that really then restricts your time Potch's hands in that case. Or, you know, whichever manager we have.
0: But I yeah, don't think true. that's...
3: I think it is very much a rumour. Mm. Well, I hope so. I don't blame him for playing for <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God.
1: <laughs> um, just on the final, we had a question from... Uh, we will sort of deal with questions later on in a more... Um, structured way but just while we're talking about the final um, one final a couple of questions on that um, one um, blackwinder asked Hugo or Vorm for the final I think to me it's a bit of a no-brainer surely it's got to be Hugo you've got to play your strongest team
2: in the final against Chelsea
0: I'd agree with that yeah
2: although I think although I think um, looking at what Pochettino's done so far, it wouldn't surprise me if he does does play form in the final because he seems to have a very clear idea of the fact that he wants to rotate. And it's almost like he, it doesn't matter who he rotates, how well the person he's rotating with, that's the person that is in the position to rotate. Do you see what I mean? It's, I don't think he bases it on form that much. As far, because Vorm has actually, apart from that one mistake, I don't think he's been playing that badly, actually. You know, he's not as good as Loris, but then who is? So, but
3: it's also uh, a question of match, of game time, isn't it? Vorm isn't yeah, getting as much game time as Hugo is.
2: Yeah, and he hasn't played with the back four, so the, that whole communication uh, lines are going to be screwed. So it makes sense completely to play Loris, but I still don't think that Pochettino will.
4: I I'd, I'd like I'd like to see Loris there but I don't know whether it'll happen or not but um I thought that the problem with the with the Leicester game was there were just too many changes I think you know there was nine changes and I don't think the whole spine the whole core of the team had gone and yeah. um and I think to actually to be fair to Vaughan, I thought he made some fantastic saves and I'm more worried about the fact the amount of times a team like Leicester managed to get through to our back four, I was more concerned about, or through to have a shot on goal. I was more concerned about the people in front of him.
1: Well, there's no doubt that Vorm a good goalkeeper. I, I, I think that we, we've certainly got a good understudy. But relative to Larice, Lloris, Lloris is just such a stunning goalkeeper that
0: you've got, oh, to, you,
1: you've, you've got to play Larice. And also from the perspective of Chelsea, if I'm, if I'm Jose Mourinho, um, I want the best. Um, if, if I'm sorry, if I'm JC Marino and I see Loris in the te- team sheet, um, then you know I'm going to look at it and think, well, Spurs p- 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 pick have picked the strongest team available. If I see
0: form, for,
1: it's well, you know, th- there's a there's a vulnerability there that, that could be exploited.
4: Jose, oh, you, you see you see Loris there. Surely you just look at it and think it's another conspiracy.
2: That it's just an
0: conspiracy.
2: Um, I, I dropped out for a second, but I, I I was there, Zach, while you were saying that we had nine changes. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because it did look very much like we were looking at the team as they were five, six games into the season, where Pochettino, again, didn't really know what his, his strongest eleven was, and he was still trying to work it out. And it was interesting to see us playing like that again and to see how much we've actually moved forwards most of the time now. We're, and the nice, the nice thing is, I suppose... I mean, obviously, he shouldn't have made nine changes at all. But it serves to show that we are making progress. If we had a striker apart from Kane, who, thank God, is there, if we had another striker putting the goals in. We th- we would be top three by now, I think. Mm. So okay. let's hope we get another striker in. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: that's
1: fine. Well. we'll we'll come to that in a minute. Um, you're you're preempting all the questions. Him.
3: stop talking Liam
1: <laughs> no seriously um, <laughs> um, I think I think where we are this season um, I know there's that old adage about the table never lies and all of those sort of things but it's true I think where we are on the table at the moment where we are in the cup competitions I know it's disappointing losing last week it's a reflection of the progress we've made under Poch with the players that he's got at his disposal um he's uh, made good use of those players he, he's starting to build a team players that actually recognize each other and, and aren't just sort of individuals but a, a collective unit um and yeah he need we need more firepower up front that goes without saying um but to be in a final of a comp, of a um domestic cup competition to be in europe to be Fifth in the league, uh, only three points behind um, (laughs) United. It's pretty... Yeah,
3: it's impressive. It's not a bad place to be. I'm quite Um, happy with
4: it. Happy days, indeed. Given all of that... um, What can we moan about?
1: We've got... (laughs) No, we're not going to moan, no. Given all of that, so we're we're fifth in the league, we won today, we're in the final of the um, Carlin Cup, Capital One Cup. Yeah. Next match, next Saturday. Um, a certain team from North London, South London, even. Oh,
3: well,
0: um, the
1: Wanderers. The Wanderers, yeah. Mm. How do we all feel about that? Because I um I can't remember whether this. I think this is off air. We 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 discussed ha- our hatred of Arsenal and Chelsea. For me, I, I I can't stand Chelsea. I hate I hate Chelsea. But the Arsenal game is always for me bigger. It's a big game, um, and it's one that. If we win, I'm on a high for the rest of the week. If we lose, I'm 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 feeling down. The Chelsea one maybe because we've had, in in you know in the last I don't know, twenty five years or so we, we've had a a string of results um, against them which haven't been so good. Um, I've sort of come to expect to lose against them, and anything else is a bonus. Whereas with Arsenal, it's always a bit more tight and uh, yeah. It's our proper
3: derby match. It's the game that I yeah. look for. The two games that I look for at the, when the fixture list comes out. And I write them on a post-it note and I stick them to my PC so they're there for the whole season. So I know. Um, and I think we're playing okay. I don't think we're going to be scared of them. I think they are. They may be a little bit more concerned than we are.
1: It's been... Um, I work with one or two Arsenal more than one or two more than I like Arsenal fans um, and they keep telling me that they're doing pretty poorly this season and they seem to think that we're going to finish above them um, are they
3: getting their excuses in
1: early that's nice <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah so predi- predictions for next week Bex
3: 2-1 we'll win
4: Zack. Zach Oh, I'm gonna. I, I was doom and gloom about the West Brom game. I thought it was going to be nil nil. Um, so I wouldn't listen to my predictions. But I'm going to say, um, I just, I would say two one. As, but as, as that one's been taken, I say one all.
3: We can share. Zach, I don't mind.
4: <laughs> all right, we'll share. <laughs> I, 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 but both because I would love it, because I'd like it, and like you say, it is the game. There's one derby, and I don't know why Chelsea fans think we're. Out their derby game. I don't know why they. I don't quite understand why they hate us so much. And I don't understand, you know, what all this is about. We've got one derby um, with the South London team, and um, you know, have your derby with QPR, Fulham, or whoever else it is, other little yo-yo club <laughs> you like to play against, you know. But I think two. Yeah, I'm going to go for two-one. Uh, Kainem, Eriksson. <laughs> yep.
1: Liam, how do you think we're we're going to fare against um, the Shars 11?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was the funniest thing Nicely done. Uh, um,
2: It it is at home, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a really disappointing 1-0 win to us, in as much as that we really should have massacred them. But, you know, we just can't (laughs) put the ball away. And Robert... Roberto Soldado will get the winner, I think, in the 89th minute. There you go. He'll emerge a hero. Uh, He'll win win the game for us and start scoring loads of goals. So 1-0 to us. It'll be a boring game, frustrating in many ways, but it'll see the emergence of a new shining star in the Tottenham Firmament.
3: I really hope so. Well, I hope that Soldado does emerge, because I am concerned, even more so after watching whatever bits of today's game my crappy stream would let me, um, the fact that we are very reliant on Ericsson and Kane at the moment, and yep. should anything happen to either one of them, it's going to seriously affect the balance of the team.
4: Yeah. Do we know if um, Chadley's back?
3: Yes, he played today.
4: Oh, did he? Yeah, he yeah came, came on. Came on. Oh, finger on the pulse, Zach. Finger on the pulse.
1: I um, <laughs> I think so. I'm going to the game and I'm going to see Rob Wills beforehand um, from the Facebook group and from, and from a few podcasts. Um, Rob's going to go to the game. He's travelling from Plymouth and I'm going to meet him at Paddington before the game. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think that it's going to be one all. I'm just going to sit on the fence. Yeah, the North London derbies tend to be draws yeah.
2: historically, quite a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think it'll be one all. So when you go to the, when you go to a game, Jav,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you pull in at the station. Do you have a routine? I mean, I know you've got this famous love of bagels, but I mean, what do you mm-hmm. do when you fix um, this?
1: routine? It varies. Cause it's, it's quite. It'll be quite often if it's during the week. It'll be after work, so I don't get oh. there um so no i don't have a routine um and and quite often i'll get there um just before kickoff so um it will vary um other times if i'm if i'm there early then i'll i'll um meet up with people beforehand um but uh yeah no, no routines i'm not i'm not superstitious
2: are you not? Oh, I, I am superstitious. I've even got a pair of underpants that uh, I've had to I've had to wear since the uh, 5-3 win at Chelsea. I've tried to replicate exactly what I do, uh, what I did before <laughs> the Chelsea game. Oh God! <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I've missed something out. I'm not doing something right because the Leicester game was fucking awful. I have tried to do exactly the same things. I'm really sorry. I I did something wrong. I can only apologise. It so wasn't,
4: Saturdays... forgot to, I forgot to shart or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk about that anymore.
3: Saturday's game is a lunchtime kickoff as well, isn't it? Is it 12.45?
2: Yeah, 12.45 one, yeah. Uh,
3: so if we lose, that, does ru- that will ruin the rest of my weekend. <laughs> and I will be hiding because lots of people know I'm a Spurs fan and lots of people will message me and I should just be very rude and obnoxious. And um, yeah, so hibernating is a good thing to do if we lose.
1: Um, on the back of that Arsenal game, and also we, we talked about Chelsea earlier and, and we looked at predictions, um, we had a question from Nick Phil earlier on um, who asked, who's the biggest cunt, Mercer or John
2: Terry? Well, I've got my opinions. but uh, John, Te- John Terry is by far the biggest cunt. He's a monumental piss-flap He's disgusting. I mean, there are things that that I mean he's he's well known for being very much into BDSM. Uh, I'm not quite sure what it involves, <laughs> right? but oh, he's well known among well known for it amongst the players. I mean, you know, they do all these ridiculous fancy dress parties that they have in nightclubs. Mm-hmm. And he turned up in his in a gimp mask and a rubber suit, <laughs> right? And he was the <laughs> bouncer. Yeah I, there are so many well documented reasons for hating not just Todd, John Terry but the rest of his family as well who's heavy breathing who was that anyway <laughs> they've stopped now that's the main thing yeah. but I'll just I put it this way both of them are morons right but John Terry's family would be the ones dealing to Paul Merson's family. (laughs) So you have to kind of give him a bit of respect for having a bit of ingenuity and drive
4: and entrepreneurship. So I'll give it to him for that. Zach? Oh, John Terry, loathsome, absolutely loathsome. If there, is, if there is Dante's vision of hell and you have every deprivation going down and down at the very bottom circle of hell, there will be John Terry staring at the devil's bottom. <laughs> Absolute pond scum, <laughs> in my personal opinion.
2: <laughs> I even hate the way he, he insists upon being called JT. Ugh, oh, that so annoys 80. me. That
0: that
1: annoys oh. me full stop. People people who who use um, initials
4: uh, uh, abbreviations that really annoys me. That's because he, we had he, much fun with the know um, the other John Terry shirt thing. Football, Sorry. You know the John Terry shirt thing when he he dressed up as a full kit uh. tosser and um, ran onto the pitch as if he'd played the game when he was banned for the final. Yes. And then after that, everybody nice. was posting photographs of him with. Um, uh, you know, the women's hockey team and him with the, you know, um, I don't know, Good Friday Agreement and him with the... Um, the Royal Wedding. He was there on the on the Royal Balcony. Usain Bolt in. and everything, By yeah.
0: yeah.
4: Photoshopped, brilliantly. Was just, I was having so much fun with that.
3: The thing is, is that Merson, we don't like because he's a gooner and because he's a gobshine.
0: Mm. And that's yeah. fair
3: enough. I can cope with that, but... And he did the drug thing he did his rehab job done Terry has just there's a whole series of things that he's done wrong the racism, the whole behavior the pikiness of him and his whole family he's just yeah. an odious human being full stop mm. so much as I dislike Merce, mm. I hate John Terry. I really do not like the man at all
4: I see Wait. I see Merce as more just a harmless idiot isn't he yeah yeah you know, old git. Uh, whereas there's something deeply. Sinister in the core of John Terry that yeah. I just don't like, or something about the man I just just low just despise yeah. really. With um with
1: it's Terry
2: it, with Terry, there's no sense if... of remorse.
0: No, yeah.
2: it's as if someone so Abramovich thought, okay, in a few years' time, I'm going to buy this club. I'm going to spend billions and billions of pounds developing a robot that is just going to be the most cuntingly disgusting Disgusting thing that it can possibly be. We're gonna devote hours and hours and hours of the experts, man, hours and, and, and doing stuff. And eventually they developed the John Terry, the JT, the biggest cunt in the world. There is no bigger cunt in football than John Terry. Is there a challenge? Can you think of anyone? I can't. He's the worst. Oh, I've got He's... one. I've got
4: one. <laughs> I've got to be a two really big for cunt you. I've
0: got I've got two yeah.
4: words for you. Set blatter.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. But he I, like play. That, I
3: like the way that Zadine apologised last week for saying, what was it, shit?
0: Shit, yeah.
3: <laughs> and there's Liam just gone on a whole swearing episode of <laughs> Tourette's. <laughs> just because we mentioned Terry. Um, Seth Blatter is um, just vile. Thundercats. Has n- well, he has no recognition of what he's doing to the wider image of football.
4: He's wrecking the game, really. Peace, I think he's absolutely. really doing Destro- so much damage to the game.
3: Yeah, D-
1: destroying the beautiful game. Um, I'm going to be really boring and agree with you because, um, yeah, John Terry's a vile, odious creature. Peace. Just, just, just a cunt. Merson, who, um, I've mentioned this before. Um, one thing that he and I share: we went to the same school, um, but at different times. So, um, but uh, we did, um. I think he went, I dunno, eight years before me, um but my geography teacher at the time, who happened to be a Spurs fan, um, was was also just... teaching Paul Merson and um he just described him as a horrible creature. So there you go. Um Merson is just he's he, he was probably dropped as a baby. Um I mean he's just <laughs> he's just brain damaged. That's it, really. He's just he's just an idiot. Um and Terry, yeah, Terry's Terry's
2: a bigger cunt, so the decision is unanimous.
3: John Terry is a cunt. <laughs> jury have spoken. You'll we'll be taken <laughs> from this place. <laughs> Please do, because I'm watching the Chelsea City game now and they keep showing the git. So if somebody could just get rid of him right now, that would be great.
2: Um moving on sorry, can with... I just finish, sorry, by... I just finish by saying sorry. he's still young, you know. He's he's not even forty yet. He's got the rest of his life to lose his money and wallow in misery and end up in the gutter and end up in prison and end up being bummed by huge seven foot giants who have homosexual crushes on him and are all Millwall fans. He's got that to look forward to. He's got a whole lifetime of shit to look forward to. This How long is have just you a... been
3: thinking about
2: this? <laughs> so let it, just it, let it all out. Let
1: it all out. Come
2: on. <laughs> So, um, so really, although these are his glory years, don't worry. Don't let it depress you that such a cunt is being so successful, because it's only the beginning of his life. The rest of it is yet to come. Let's move on.
1: There's a, I just remember something. There's a. Um, Frankie Boyle did a did a piece a few years ago. Um, uh, uh, and he's talking about John Terry, and and he says oh, he's got a rapist face. And <laughs> if if he was if he was in a toilet bowl and and fire. And on fire, he wouldn't piss on him, he'd piss, on the, piss in the sink. That's how much he hates John Terry, <laughs> which I thought pretty much sums it up. Yeah. So, moving blog, um, we've got obviously transfer deadline day window, what is it, Tuesday or something? Somebody said, or Monday? Monday. Monday, right. Monday, but won't it be a,
3: an early finish because it was a transfer deadline day was actually a Sunday. So, isn't it like a six o'clock finish or ten o'clock something? I don't know. I
4: thought it was, it was Marcel 11. who can sign players for the next, the following six hours after window closes, isn't it? Mm. I thought they have I... special exemption to always sign people after this <laughs> deadlines close for some reason.
1: But I, I seem to recall Harry and Levy pulling off a deal for Van der Vaart in the stupid hours of the morning.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah, but didn't mm. they register the interest? Oh, I don't know. It's all really complicated and it's a, yet another way that FIFA contrives to keep everything hidden from...
2: Since we're on the subject of transfers, can I just complain uh, about Arsenal's new signing? That that guy they've got, they've signed some defender or something, he's never had any international caps. He's never had any um, previous he excellence. How does he, Why does he get a work permit? It's
3: bloody he's difficult. They've had to s- write and prove that he's an exceptional player and that's why he can come and play. Oh, that's bollocks. But if you're exceptional, then surely you
4: you might have to have the 70, you know, you're supposed to have the 75% of games played. If you're exceptional, you'd at least have one cat, wouldn't you? Um, Yeah, exactly. I I think I'm going to write to Nigel Farage and get him to take it up. (laughs) (laughs) These bloody immigrants coming over here, playing for Arsenal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew Farage was was useful for something. There you go. That's purpose in life. we can write to him. Um, we had a question from jean luc um Suchetti, who uh, the point that he made was um the the sort of apparent at the moment lack of investment um, particularly in a stri- in a striker um that 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 leaves all the responsibility on the shoulders of kane um could that in itself be a dangerous investment what if he what if kane gets an injury um i think we all know that we need to get a striker in the, in the win, in in this particular window if, if there's one available. But um, it's not an easy window to do business in. Um, all the all the the top clubs aren't going to sell their players. The so ones that are fighting relegation are going to be even more less inclined to sell their players. And um,
3: it smacks of desperation, I think. Yeah. If we go out, oh, we must buy a striker. Um, I hear what. JL is saying, but I do think if we go out and like right, that's it, you know, Spurs definitely in the market for a striker, then it pushes the prices up, and it really does make us look very desperate indeed.
2: Well, okay, right. let's look at let's look at actions actually taken rather than the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen yet, but if we look at the fact that they sold Carl Norton, <laughs> right, who was really the number one cover for Carl Walker, who's just come back from injury. And has a history of playing rather erratically uh, when he comes back. And he's proved that with some of his performances. And I think Leicester, he might have been responsible or or at fault for one of the goals. I can't actually recall. But the point being, they've sold cover. They want to sell Aaron Lennon, selling cover again. We're supposed to be uh, thinking now on all fronts, we've got the European Cup, we've uh, we've got the League, and we've got the forthcoming final, but we're still there in, on two fronts. We're going to there's a lot well, of travelling. We've got cover in, in Chiriches and potentially Yedlin
1: and possibly Dyer, who's not really a right back. And mind you, n- 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 neither is um n- Neither is Kirikes, but arguably I'd say Curicash would do a better job than Norton, which doesn't really speak volumes of Norton then as a player.
2: Well, it doesn't. But the point being, has anyone seen Chiriches play? Uh, right wing? Sorry, uh, right back? He played a few games. He played
1: against
4: yeah. United.
2: Yeah. United. Yeah, I we played one against
4: United, but.
2: I, I recall seeing him and I, I wasn't very impressed with him at all. At all. And I, I don't particularly like Carl Wa- uh, Carl Norton either, or uh, Carl, Carl Walker, to be honest, although he's he, on a good day. He's very good. But that says to me that Levy is more concerned still with getting money, good money, for players. Right, That's where, what it's
3: about. This rumour that Daniel Levy will not sign players unless they come cheap started where? Where is our absolute proof? Because I hear a lot about it, but we don't, don't actually know what happens behind the scenes. The the club don't decree that it's you know suitable for us to read the board minutes or anything. So I don't know. Is it just... A theory, well, he that Well, no, I I don't think.
2: No, no, I, I mean, obvious. he spent twenty seven million or whatever it was on on Soldado, so no There's
0: one. There a reason him for him.
3: that.
2: Yeah, no one can criticize him for you know not being willing to spend money, but the point is, I think he he's more concerned with getting money back for players that he might not be able to to sell at such a mm-hmm. price again. Like Norton, I don't think he'll be offered five million for Norton again. Uh, I don't think he'll be offered, you know, he wants to get rid of Aaron Lennon while he can mm-hmm. for various reasons. Who knows? But the point being, he he's not going to get as good an offer as he will on this January window. So he's gone. Mm-hmm. If, if Aaron Lennon, that's not my vibrator, by the way, if Aaron Lennon goes, <laughs> if Aaron Lennon is sold, it, it says exactly, it's proof of what I'm saying. I think if Aaron Lennon is sold in this window, um, I hope we've got some replacements lined up. So this is all with the caveat that there may well be replacements lined up. And I might be talking absolute crap as usual. But um, <laughs> we do, I, I don't agree that it's max of desperate desperation to uh, get a, a, another striker in. I would like to see us try and get a striker who is, who is at least premiership experienced. Jermaine Defoe, when we had the chance to get him, I'd, I'm glad we didn't get him actually to be honest it um he would have been far too expensive and we've kind of been there and we know what he does and and, and it's never been a totally satisfying experience has it i don't think anyway uh, so I, I think we needed someone because so far if kane gets injured we've got we've got a, a nicely playing soldado who isn't really scoring many and we've got or who's then, we go to psg yeah so what do we do we we must have someone lined up I, it, if, if Adebayor goes, then it must be because we've got someone else lined up, surely.
3: No, surely. I don't think so. I oh, think this is the it's whole it. Kabul, Addy and um, Ara Lennon being the, the trio that don't agree with Poch. And I think yeah. they're trying to split them up. So I think mm-hmm. that's why Ara Lennon will go. And they're only talking about alone at the moment. And I But I think that's why he will go. And that's why they're out to get Adebayor, get rid of Adebayor.
2: Will we get Morales? Do we need Morales? No.
3: We will not get Morales.
4: <laughs> Maybe we'll get Morientes finally. Damial. Damial, yeah.
3: But what I'm, gonna I'm,
4: can I was going to say, can I say something? The, go go um, for it. The interesting thing for me is that people talk about the transfer window and Levy spending money and Levy spending money. Um, but the thing is, I, we, we are the biggest selling club in the history of the Premiership we have made the most from, tra- from sales in the history of the premiership. <laughs> I saw a table the other day and it was something like 500 million. And generally we have a quite a net spend. Um, you know, our net spend, sorry, is normally we make a profit from sales. Um, yeah. And, we, you know, there isn't a tremendous investment in the playing side. Most yeah. of it is um, actually generated from off the back of sales that we've made. Um, well, and you can think so, of some of the best players we've sold over the, over the last sort of 10 years um and that's fun. um the, the the you know the players coming in and i don't think we've we invested enough in those in in the players coming in and i don't know whether it's cuz we have to buy cheap or um or not but um it seems to me that the transfer fees are almost a drop in the ocean compared to the wages because you know if you have someone like benny who's on 40 grand a week and doing nothing um, that's quite a lot of money over a four year contract, um, which into, and, and holding on to Gomez, even though we could have got rid of him earlier and got him off the wage bill. Surely that's wasting far more money than trying to show a, a, a plus or a minus on the, on the sort of simple transfer. It's the whole package. It's what the player costs you in addition to just the site. There's just a the transfer fee. Um, that I think should be taken into account, and I think we need some strikers. And I'm looking at the um, the rumor thing on the BBC, and they're saying that Berahino signed a new contract. Um, yeah. Ings is rumored to be going to Spain, um, although Liverpool are putting a bid in for him. Um, I don't know if Austin's a, a, a reasonable prospect. Um, Destro's apparently bound for Milan, um, and I can't see who I can't see us getting a player who's. Anyone that comes in is is definitely going to come in on the understanding that they're second to Harry Kane in a team that plays one up front. So I, it's quite hard to see someone coming in and thinking, right, I'm going to be second choice um, and be decent and have Premiership experience. And I was, I think we're more likely to sign somebody from one of the relegated teams, like Ings, Austin. Uh, someone like that at the end of the season who wants to stay in a premiership. But what annoys yeah. me, sorry I'm gonna on now, but what annoys no, me like... is these people who have a job to do to look at these things, um, Baldini and and, and his people, yeah. why why is this you know, you don't have to start looking on the first of January for players. You surely should be looking in September for players I and have, then monitoring them look. and tracking them. And then you actually go and identify I don't know, these days they have these, you know, pre-discussions, and then as soon as a transfer window opens, you you know, the deal is kind of almost already done.
2: To I be can't fair, believe
4: he's faffing around to, at the end of the window every bloody time.
1: To be fair, I think Baldini and, and, and people like that are looking um, all year round to, to improve the squad. I mean, the fact is there's a window... That that's when the business is going to be done, and that's where also the speculation starts. Some of which is just tittle-tattle crap that that um,
3: the press that, invent on a spur of a moment because yeah,
1: they've had a few beers. Exactly, and some of which that there might be some substance. in I'm going to make a prediction. I don't think Soldado. I think Soldado will still be a Spurs player in a week from now, and I think so will Adi. Um And I don't think that we're going to get. I'd like to see Austin, but I don't think that would happen until at the end of the season. Um, I can't see us getting get, getting a striker in the window. Um, I, unless it's somebody that we've not heard of and is, you know, some South American player. Uh, or... Who will need
3: time to settle because yeah. they don't understand the language. And we've yeah. been through all this with Lamella and um, Paulinho, I think, to some extent.
4: We were very not... heavily linked with that Javier Martinez, weren't we? Yes, well. Is that the right name?
0: Yeah.
4: Yes, yep. from Porto. Yeah. Yeah. But that's gone very quiet.
3: But then you don't, so you don't, the thing is, we don't know. We're fed stories or theories by the press, and you've got no idea how much, what where the truth is. You don't know what's happening with Paul yeah, Mitchell right. and Baldini. You've got no idea what they've been doing through the rest of the year, the schmoozing that oh. they've been doing, you know. We just don't know, and it makes it kind of pisses me off a bit that. Do you mean just it... between
2: the two? I hope they haven't just been <laughs> snoozing together. I hope, I hope they've involved, involving other people as well. I mean, you know what yeah. they get up and to John in a night the alive... suit there as well, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going
1: to be able to sleep at night. That's a horrible image.
3: <laughs> but but we don't know. So they could have been out doing all sorts of things. And yes, we might have somebody that's prepared to come and sign for us you know right at the last minute but we're never going to know the truth we're never going to find out who we actually put in a bid for yeah it is all speculation on our behalf
2: well that's what makes it so addictive i suppose isn't it
3: it's that do i watch transfer deadline day because you know the skype is on the sky and they're really pushing it and natalie bimbo what's her face and that other geezer um they're trying to make it out it's a really big thing again and I'm trying to say, no, I'm going to resist it. I should do something more interesting with my life. Well, and not, it, it must it, be... not perpetuate the rumour that Transfer Deadline Day is the be-all and end-all of, of the footballing year. But it must oh, be
4: no, great. From last, the last one I loved, the last one, the Transfer Dildo Day, was marvellous. I thought all of the, the sex toys and the people disrupting the uh, live broadcast, I thought was wonderful.
0: It <laughs> only well at August, happened.
3: not January. Very little it's not the same in January day. when it's freezing beyond all belief. And nobody wants to really stand out and, you know, shag gay posts or whatever it was they were doing.
2: Well, I have got a couple of um, predictions. If, if we do, if we do sell anyone, I think we'll be selling them or loaning them to either Hull, Stoke, or QPR because we never sell anyone to any other club than those three. It seems. Uh, I mean, we've, how many have we got at Hull now? Loads. It's almost. I tell you what, my second team is almost whole
4: now because it's almost like Martin <laughs> Yol's golden black army. I think we might have sold a couple to Madrid in my in, in recent times as well.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I'm not talking about that feeder club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing back for our troubles. Um. Okay. <coughs> so we've had a few questions I'm going to try to get through them as quickly as possible Um, Andy Scoggins um, asks would you rather listen to Jamie Redknapp commentate on a Spurs match or hear a continuous loop of Spongebob Squarepants laugh for the duration of the match
3: Spongebob (laughs) (laughs)
0: because
3: Jamie Redknapp and his whining Cockney accent pisses me right off and he never has anything nice to say about Spurs
2: and I hate his tight trousers (laughs) oh
3: (laughs) And
2: his waistcoat. Oh, and he always sits there he like with his legs north. wide open. Like he 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 really displays himself. It's I hate that when you're sitting on the tube and someone off, opp- someone opposite you or someone next to you is intent upon widening their legs as much as they can. Close your legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then he speaks. Then he speaks, and he's just so bitter about Tottenham. But what did we do? You know, what did we do to deserve this? Sad daddy. Mm.
1: The f- funny thing about Jamie, we're not the
2: um, only team to have done that, are we?
1: Funny, funny thing about Jamie, um, if you go back to the nineties, um, he was this sort of, uh, and to some degree now, but certainly then he was uh, a sort of person that footballer that was found on girls' bedrooms, who was you know pin-up, um, and said <laughs> he's a bit good-looking and all of that star wife. Yeah, he's starting to look more and more like his dad. He is. Yeah. <gasps> he's morphing into Harry. Yeah. And then he's going to become a bitter and cantankerous old man. Like he's already there anyway. With a
3: saggy, twitchy face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was on a SpongeBob SquarePounce roller coaster last week, but that's
4: a different story altogether.
2: <laughs> um,
4: Won't we, we all, darling? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to buck the trend here um, as we've got two, two children at home who listen quite a lot to at one point they were listening to that Oh, it seems to be almost on all the time and it annoyed me almost as much as the melodramatic Disney programs that you get you know the teen drama things um, so I'm going to go for I'm just going to listen to um, Jamie Redknapp I'm quite good at I can detune my, my, my hearing I'm quite good. If someone's going on, I can almost just sort of not listen to what I was <laughs> saying. And so I'll do that. I'll tune my hearing so that I'm not actually listening to him, but I am listening to him. <laughs> good luck. Um, somebody called Rebecca
1: Braddock asks, which pundit would you most like to see eaten by a bear?
4: Is that Wolfo or any bear?
3: Well, I watched Fortitude last night, so maybe there's a link there somewhere. Um... I, I'm really not bothered. Michael Owen is a particular hatred of mine at the moment.
2: Oh yeah, hate him.
3: And now, well, now Andy Townsend's gone and Adrian Child, Childs has had his contract, whatever, stopped at the end of the season. They're kind of thin on the ground. We've just massacred Jamie Redknapp anyway. So Michael Owen is my next favourite. I just cannot fucking abide the man. He drives me insane. Just whinging and whining. And that, uh, Anyway, I'm going to stop now. Because I can feel okay. my
2: blood pressure rising. I've got, oh, I've got one. Um, I'll give you a clue. The battle would be a bit like, well, a bear obviously versus an ostrich, because it's got a very big beak. I'll give you another clue. One of my favourite moments. This, yes, <laughs> Phil Thompson. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Come on, mate. Can you imagine if he, if he was allowed to speak his mind? It's taken a supreme act of will for Phil Thompson not to start effing and jeffing live on Sky the other week. Was yeah. it? Did you see when when Liverpool lost? Oh, it was fantastic. It was <laughs> glorious.
3: Come on, Liverpool, fucking out! Oh, didn't somebody post that as well? Yes. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Was,
2: yeah. So Phil Thompson, for me, it would be it would be nice. He'd he'd try and get in a few. Beak pecks, you know, but the bear would have him slowly and surely. He'd probably try and make the mistake that people do of trying to climb a tree. Apparently, that's the worst thing you can do if you're being chased by a bear. Don't climb a tree. You're supposed to just stand there as if nothing's happening and just don't move. Imagine a bear's rushing at you.
0: You're thinking, (laughs) fucking hell, I'm going to fucking...
2: You're just supposed to stand there like you're waiting for a bus. Yeah, anyway, sorry, Phil Thompson. I'm gonna I'm gonna bend the rules sl- slightly, um,
1: and I would. This is my sort of ideal scenario. You've got a big arena, picture this, and you've got a bear, and I'd have Michael Owen, Jamie Redknapp, Phil Thompson, Paul Merson, um, and a few other camps that I don't like. And it would be it would be a sort of survival of the fittest. So just let the bear get on with it. Obviously, um, you know he's going to get through a few and then he's going to get tired and then he'll start to eat on, you know, Michael Owen's body and then he'll become a bit full. So the chances are one of them might escape. Um, So yeah, it'd be like, I don't
3: think they're that smart to be honest with you. Or bears. Or, or, or or... Or pundits. (laughs) Or the pundits. Yeah. I don't think any of them are smart enough to escape.
2: The problem Mm -hmm. is you'd have, you'd have Alan, Alan Hansen in the, uh, in the, in the audience going, oh, diabolical move there by Mike Warren. He could have (laughs) got away, but you can tell he's lost a bit of peace. A bear really just had him for
4: breakfast there.
3: And he's another miserable bastard.
2: Why can't we just say
3: something nice?
4: Terrible, terrible.
2: Isn't isn't it the same sort of like, who, 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 who did we grow up with as football pundits? I can't even remember who there was back when we were watching football. John Motson. John Watson, he's a constant, isn't he?
1: Jimmy Hill, God. Jimmy yeah. Hill, Classic. that was good.
2: And Brian, um, Brian, Moore. Brian Moore, Brian Moore. Oh, you don't get presenters with comb overs anymore, do you? And oh, let's oh, can we just can David we pause for a minute on the subject of hair? Can we just have a moment of gloating again uh, over an ex-Chelsea player, Dennis Wise, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What was just what, wrong. On earth. <laughs> what on earth was that on his head?
0: I'm not <laughs> I'm Small, glad. Dead got a woman. I'm
2: glad I'm glad we've got a woman here because um you'll be able to advise me was that a wig? Or was that just <laughs> It was I don't just comical? Head. I don't remember it being that colour. I thought he it's... had sort of quite...
3: and he never had that much hair.
2: No. And, and all was was really really of a sudden, close got little skinhead, wasn't he? Yeah. And, yeah, and all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, to draw the balls for this, this 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 round straw, we've got Kenneth Williams. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, <Michael. laughs> oh, so anyway, I'm sorry to uh, digress.
3: Uh, on. One of the guys at work asked me about it. I said, "Was that real?" And I said, um, you know, he's much younger." And I said, "I don't think so, Mes, I'm fairly sure it was. Um, it was a wig. It, it was, yeah. Not intentional. It shouldn't have been was it, there. Was it for a bet? Can't think it would have been for anything else.
2: <laughs> he's had a nervous breakdown, hasn't he? Poor sod. This is it. He's been in. He's been in um, rehab for like three months. He's just got out. He said, "I've got to earn some money. I know I've had this gig for ages. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to. I'm going to become sane again. You know. He's had a tough life. He was at Wimbledon before he was at Chelsea. Remember, God." Anyway, so he's got a lot to get over. You know, he's crumbled. He's dragged himself back together. but He's like a blind man. He just can't dress himself anymore. And, of course, he, I don't think he's married. No one likes him. He's on his own. So he's, he's stuck in his <laughs> huge mansion, covering from a nervous breakdown, thinking, oh, fuck, oh, what am I, oh, I going to wear to this this gig? Bloody hell. Mm.
4: I thought he was so lo- I thought we were so loved up at Newcastle as director of football. What on earth was he doing up there as He got the director of football role, but I, I you know, they were bemused. Or the, I mean, as, as if they didn't hate Southerners and bloody Cockneys as enough anyway. But they had Dennis Wise in charge of football.
0: Good Thank God. God! I'm
1: not a Scary Newcastle. Jesus. If he turned up at that drawer in one of John Terry's skimp outfits, <laughs> he'd, look, he'd look more credible than that stupid yeah. toupee. He
4: would have done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, phone's gone. <laughs> Sorry, you had the most ridiculous phone ring, and I'm in the bedroom, yeah, was, and that's the phone ring.
2: I was going to say, uh, no. I Chose love classical kids.
4: music I love the key, classical so. music. Do
2: you know, as a ringtone, I've got um, I've got I can't remember what classical music music is. But it's great. When I'm on the train, it really embarrasses me in front of people.
4: And now I've got it playing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, marvellous, darling! Super. <laughs> Do you know what? Happened? I haven't done an answer yet because that, yeah. that oh, you're not. sorry stole my answer. <laughs> I used to like him, and first of all, he stole my answer with Tomo. So I was actually going to go. It's going to be a, a, a toss-up between um, Tomo and the other interference that you get sometimes when you hear a game. You hear this high-pitched whining interference like, ee, ee, ee. going. <laughs> Do you think you adjust your TV and you check the sound and everything, and you realise it's just Jamie bloody Carragher? <laughs>
3: Without subtitles, which is just wrong, isn't it, generally?
2: Yeah. Did you know that that a Liverpool fan this week won a competition, uh, unbeknown to her, and the prize was Jamie Redknapp delivering a bunch of flowers to her front door? Sorry, not Jamie Redknapp, Jamie Carragher delivering a bunch of flowers to her front door, something like that. I think it was a bunch of flowers or whatever her prize was. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, wouldn't it have been funny if she'd opened the door and gone, Jamie who? Hey, it's me. Oh, I yeah. used to play for Liverpool. Hey, don't you know me? Hey. Who, who, who are you?
4: Who, what? Oh, is that my prize? Thanks. Where do I sell oh, Liam, you're reminding me on the seafront we have a Punch and Judy every every summer. <laughs> 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 so, was thinking, if, that was, if that was the prize, I was obviously third prize, I wonder what second and first prize were.
0: But what Thompson is it with all, all egg,
3: uh, yeah. What is it with them? Do they not get paid enough during their playing career that they have to inflict themselves forevermore <laughs> on the rest of us poor souls that just like the game?
4: Oh, the only thing about them, they they do do, don't they do?
3: Ah, they do do, don't They do? They do-do, yeah. Don't they do yeah. Hey? <laughs> I They're could do
0: houses. that. It's
3: it's a job. Easy, easy. <laughs> a gyro. Never mind a job. Anyway, you have um, to be of a certain age to understand that joke. Sorry, Jav. Oh.
1: <sighs> if I had a joke. On... <laughs> If I had to pick one, um, actually thinking about it, Charlie Nicholas, and I, I would pay good money to watch the bear eat him. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. he right, can be Carol- quite vindictive. Sorry. He can be quite vindictive. He's he's quite nasty sometimes the way he talks about Tottenham.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, Carol Hayward asks, "Would you see a woman or man again if they farted or shouted?" On the first date. Um, now I've got an a- anecdote about that, but I will. Uh, we'll start off with
4: Zach. Okay, I'm going. I think I'm going to have to do this question and run. Actually, I'm. I'm, I'm required. Um, I'm going to say uh, yes. I think I did actually go out with somebody who was notorious for um, letting rip. Um, and. Um, I just remember it being quite uh, literally quite a good icebreaker. And you're both cracking with laughter and uh, and thinking actually we all we all drop wind. Um everybody does. We have to apparently. Um and uh, just to be honest and own up about it and say yeah okay that's one of mine. But um yeah I would no problem with that. On I'm a, not on sure a first day. Day. I'm not sure if they sharted if that was a Yeah, I wouldn't. That, I think I but think that they... might be a if um, they did it on a first date, though, no, <clears throat> that's
1: no. surely got to be a no on Depends a first date.
4: During the meal, but, um, anyway. Listen, I, I've, I've, got to, I've got to run, um, and so I'm gonna. I, I don't know if I'll be back, but I shall um, uh, well, mute myself for a moment and then hopefully catch up with you all soon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, lovely people. Okay. All
2: right. Bye. <laughs> thanks
3: yes no definitely not not on a first date liam it's nine
2: for me as well i'm afraid no i think
1: i think on a first date it's got to be a complete no no um just an anecdote slightly going off off, off on a tangent so a friend a friend Uh uh-huh um told me this story sorry a friend of mine told me this story friend of about friend. oh yeah friend of yeah, yeah, one of those mm-hmm. oh. no no no, no, no. <laughs> not just anyway. a yeah <laughs> friend a friend of mine told me this story um about a friend of theirs um and this friend uh, uh met some girl and um they went out had a few beers <sighs> went back to his place um before you know they're in the bedroom blah blah but they're quite tipsy and stuff and um while they're in the act of um making. um uh, um the guy <laughs> the guy <laughs> breaks <laughs> <Not>
0: making. <laughs>
1: sorry <laughs> the guy the guy breaks wind and then she just sort of giggles and he laughs and they were just completely pissed um and um uh they um uh, I, I think she was feeling a bit frisky, she was a bit pissed and uh, she ended up offering him a bit extra, so um, he goes round the back, as it were and he's about to um, get on with it and um, she breaks wind um, but in the process manages to follow through um... <laughs> oh,
2: she, must, she must have been really nervous <laughs>
1: Um, she finds it hysterical and laughs, but um, but, it, it, um, but the guy in question just threw up at that point because he was just revolted oh. by the fact. That. And um, oh I think the evening pretty much finished. I don't. I, I, you think? I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that much happened after that. I don't
2: think they were seeing J- each Javad, other. you've just rickrolled me. <laughs> You just Rick Rolled me with, with two girls, one cup. That's disgusting. <laughs> so, and that's what happened to you, is it? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm glad you told us that because my shark thing is nothing now. My shark things. It's all going to be. It's all going to be. It's all going to be about. I, I, can we think mm. of a word? Can you? Can we have a word to tag this all on? That would be short nice. Short volume two.
0: It's Can't got to be an celebrate. original. Word. Hmm.
3: It's like therapy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a true story
2: um, that I was told. Um, so, uh, yeah, can can man City fan, just... Can I, can I just pause for a moment? I think the question needs to be expanded slightly because it's it's too obviously no, right? But when does it become acceptable for someone to do a shot After how many dates? Because, I mean, come on, when you've been married to someone, they can do anything. It doesn't really matter anymore, does it? But I'd say probably, I know Javad, what I found interesting was you were the only person that went, "Mm, not on the first date. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Because for me, it would be, probably it would take me about 10 dates before that would be acceptable. 10 no, the only reason
1: I the only reason I said that was that Zach was um, uh, was suggesting that it was that it was okay, and I was just going back to, to Carol's question, which which implied the first date. And for me, that's a big no-no. If somebody does that yeah. on the first date, that's but just
0: how, how, I don't many... I don't want
1: to see that person again. I don't
2: care if if it's if it's Jenna when... Louise Coleman. And, and it's,
0: <laughs> really, you know, that
2: would just put me off. Yeah. Really. How many dates would it be acceptable then? How many? Just to finish the question off, give us a number.
3: I don't think it's ever acceptable.
2: Well, that's a shame. I feel sorry for you, Rebecca. That, that's a shame. You won't open yourself to the possibilities, the pleasures that might ensue if you just let yourself go of bit. <laughs> just... I think
1: you'd have to—you'd have to know the person really well and it'd have to be after several dates and
2: and yeah. A number. <sighs>
1: um. If you're going to pish me, I'd still be more inclined to to agree with what Rebecca said, which is, um, oh. it's never, it's never acceptable.
2: Oh dear. Okay.
1: It would cloud my judgment, that person. You know, I'm just, just, I'm just, put, just put, put, put me off. Um. Thanks, Carol. <laughs> Nick. <That's Seel>. What... <laughs> um, final couple of questions. Nick Phil asks, oh, don't, do I have to read this? Nick Phil asks, um. Seeing as I apparently have a a, a Flav man crush, so this is Flav from the Fighting,
3: it's Co- not apparent; Co- it's a fact. But yeah, sorry, I digress. Go. <laughs>
1: um, Flav from the Fighting Cock Podcast. Um, I've I've spoken highly of him and his podcast, and apparently that means I have a man crush on him. Anyway, um, who would be your
2: man or lady crush?
3: I need to think about this.
2: Okay, well, I'll, I'll go first then. And this is part of my hideous, complicated relationship with Chelsea. Because I can, ha- <clears throat> I can feel it happening now. I'm turning into the person that I have. A man crush on. It's Chef quite Schenker? easy to recognise who it is. Shevchenko? <laughs> no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> Jose Mourinho. Uh, I think he's uh, exceptional manager, an exceptional person. Uh, I think he's a strong individual, and to me, Jose Mourinho, every time, I think I admire his abilities, the way he handles players. I love him. How, How far would I'm, you go? Oh no no! I, oh, what do you mean? Oh my God! Um, well, he's debonair, he's suave, he's sophisticated. Um, I'd let him have a slow dance. Because it would would probably go ballroom dancing or something like that. I think. Yeah. Uh, I'd let him have the slow dance. I'd let him talk. To, I'd would let him. I'd let I'd, I'd let him breathe on my neck, on the first date. Yeah. It's very formal, you see. But he'd respond to that. He likes formality.
1: Bex.
3: I can't think of anyone. ABB? Ah, now you see. I was thinking that I would because I'm a girl. I would have to think of another girl.
1: Well, you can't do.
3: Which I don't get. See, I have a big thing. I but along similar lines as um, Liam's crush, Pep Guardiola, because I think oh, he is the coolest, just top notch cool dude. Nothing yeah. ever seems to phase him. He always mm. looks good. He always sounds good. Yeah. Mr. Guardiola. Jv. Um. Well, apparently I, I have one flap,
2: so. Um, no, you, you're ducking out you, of it now.
3: If you could choose. Yeah.
2: Rather
3: than Different. having it um, suggested to you. Uh, oh, rather rather
2: to... than having your body force you to. to, to, <laughs> to, to
1: have the flap. Does it have to be? Does it have to be? Um, um, a man or a lady
0: it can be an
2: animal if you like Jav come on the choice is yours
0: what's going on?
2: Um, if I said uh,
1: Jenna Louise Coleman that would be boring and predictable yes um, does, she so... does she play
2: football? I don't reckon, I don't remember her playing for any particular side um, David Beckham um, I think we, we, we've discussed
1: this, we've discussed this previously on a previous podcast. So yeah, David Beckham. I think he he is one famous person. If I ever met him, I would probably be all you know girly afterwards and you know sort of giggly and stuff. I think I actually would.
2: Excuse me, Mr. Beckham. Would would you sign my would you sign my Willie, please, with your mouth?
3: Mr. I saw Beckham. Gary Lineker and couldn't talk. I had to go and have a sit down. But there's just I couldn't speak to him. There's just no he way. Has that. He has that effect on women. But uh, then I'm of an age where I remember when he was a god. Well, when he played for um, us.
2: Yeah, there are many women who would disagree with you about that individual. And I won't say any more than that about it.
3: No, but just purely from a footballing point of view.
2: Yes. we God, we could do with Gary now, couldn't yeah. we? Or we, um, or we could do that German bloke as well. We could do with him back.
3: That would be nice.
2: Would okay, be nice. here's a question for you. Here's a question for you, right? As there's only two of us, and we obviously have to make an effort to fill in for the void. <laughs> Zach has the left. Zach has right. left. If you could have time-travelling powers, right, um, should we limit it to a certain amount of years so that it doesn't get too archaic OK, let's say the last 15 years. You could get, Bring back any player from the last 15 years. Bear in mind the weaknesses that we have now and all that. Which player would you bring back?
1: God. The last 15 years?
3: 15 years, bail.
1: Mm. Bail,
2: yeah. I suppose it would have to be, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. If you're going to go back further, 25, 30 years, so then you've yeah. got... Um, we'd, 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 need a, we'd need a striker, I'd say, so it would be a toss between Lineker or Klinsmann. Yeah. Me. Um, who would give you more value who would give you more goals Lineker. who would link up with Harry Lineker yeah I suppose I did like Klinsman
3: um, Klinsman was more of a, an all round player he would do other things whereas yeah. Lineker was your proverbial goal hanger and I, I never had a problem with that because it always worked mm. perfectly well
0: mm.
3: it's either that or you tried to recreate the Clive Allen year 1987 where
0: he scored everything Here's another
2: question for you um, how do you feel about, it's, it's been discussed a lot and we've never discussed it on the podcast uh, how do you feel about Daniel Levy um, because when I think of him I'm very ambivalent um, I, th- I remember the way that he treated Yol the sacking of Yol and the bringing in red- and Thank God, you know he's got the luck of the devil, that guy. Because if Harry Redknapp hadn't worked, they'd have been on his back. Everyone would have been out for him. So he gets away with that, right? And then he brings in uh, AVB, and it all goes wrong again. And he puts in the worst possible choice that he could possibly possibly come up with: Tim Sherwood, in terms of no uh, no badges. Um, he's briefed again He he's got a well. He's got a very well known record amongst lots of press about how he talks to the press and the, the things that he says. He's a he's he's a nasty backstabbing person. He he undermined Glenn Hoddle and and who was the other major candidate for that job uh, after AVB went? It was Glenn Hoddle and he didn't choose the legend that is Glenn Hoddle who would say who said quite happily right that he would have done it. For as long as required, he wouldn't have been after the job, right? He didn't give it to him who had experience on an international level and a Premiership level. He thought, no. Do you know what I'll do? I'll give it to this guy with no coaching badges who's already undermined Glenn Hoddle, and it, it makes me it makes me quite angry because it shows a lack of respect and knowledge of, of the club, right? So anyway, to end my rant, he's lucky. <laughs> he's got lucky again with Potterino, right? Um, he's not going anywhere, I have to accept. But wouldn't it be possible for him to kind of move aside and get a more progressive chairman in? Without, But what do you mean by progressive? Because
1: Risdale at Leeds, was he progressive? Because he pissed away a lot of money and, and look what happened to Leeds. And frankly, I'd rather have a prudent conservative chairman that that can look after the sort of financial side of the club, which Levy is doing, um, then, I mean, you know, there are very few chairmen out there who who tick all the boxes, as it were.
2: I'm not disputing
0: his...
3: You don't, we don't know. We don't know what was said at board level. You don't know if it was solely Levy's decision to bring in Sherwood you don't know whose decision it was to not get Hoddle back as our manager.
2: All right, but that was only one of the multitude of uh, things. that I, but, you I, don't, I was... but this
3: is my point. You don't. We don't know what is said at that level, so we don't. I, I admit the Yol thing was just appalling, but we don't yeah. know where that decision was made. We don't know who that decision, who made that he's, decision. He's was the it Levy? Yeah. Oh, so? But is it a board decision? Does he hold a position where, as chairman, he suggests and the rest of the board just follow? Or is it a competitive board? Are they prepared to argue against him? Will they vote on it? We just don't know.
0: Well, I I would suggest... I I would suggest that... And I think most
3: top football clubs run along similar lines. And I don't think Mr Abramovich at Chelsea says, come on then, lads, what do you think? I'm fairly sure he says this is it and that's what's happening. Yeah, although we don't know there either, do we? No, nope, exactly.
2: So if you're if you're saying that you're fairly sure of this, then, and you're fairly sure of that, then it's no different from um, me saying, what about bringing in a chairman who's a bit more media friendly, right? Who is a Why? bit more communicative with the fans. What Why about bringing in a chairman? Because, um, because I think it would help. The, the the profile of the club as well, and it will make the club a a, a more advanced thinking. Why? Forward looking club. Not, I
3: don't I don't understand why. Because for me, a chairman is that he is a chairman. He shouldn't be involved with the football itself. Shouldn't be involved with the day to day.
2: Should a chairman have a, a background in football? No. Of some sort. I no. think. It, I think. I think it would be nice. You know, Daniel Levy can still, you know, he's still got 25% of the club. And I'm not, I'm not saying that he hasn't done a bad, a bad job in terms of business. I, I
1: don't know. I think that, I think the way that Levy treated, um, Joel certainly was, was, was despicable and, and, and his record of, um, mm-hmm. his record of managers, um, getting rid of managers uh, and so forth isn't, isn't, you know, particularly impressive. Having said that, you know, from a business point of view, um, we're in the black. He's done a good job in that respect. Um, hopefully the new stadium will happen at some point, maybe, mm. in this decade. Um, the Sherwood thing, um, the way I see it is um, he probably they had probably identified... Potch and maybe one or two others. Let's just say De Boer, yeah. for the sake of argument, that they wanted to bring in, but they weren't available until until the summer. So they needed somebody to um, to be a caretaker. Now you're right, Liam. Hoddle did put, put his name forward, and he was happy to, to do that for the interim. But Hoddle might have been more expensive. Sherwood might have been the ch- cheap option just for the remainder of the season. Um, I'm I'm not defending Levy. I'm just sort of giving putting the other side of the argument and you know maybe
2: maybe that's that's why um well i mean i've been i'm i'm, I'm not a, a hater in any way at all I'm, I'm i'm it's something that's it's something that bothers me that doesn't chime right is i can't i'm not set I, I don't know i'm not happy with the the way that things have transpired in that sense and you know, I I I'm not going to forget how you know how we were before Levy came, and I think they've 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 really lifted us up. In fact, if anything, the reason why there are so many people complaining is because we've overachieved. We've we've given people the idea that we can get fourth place, whereas really, you know, our level, our level, our, our le- you know we're we're at where we should be now. We we we've, we've, we're almost at fourth, you know, and and it, I think there is an argument that. that that could be said that if we had invested the right time and, and when we were crying out and we all knew where we needed to uh, improve, if we had invested and there were people available and we just pushed out, pushed the boat out that little bit further. I think we would have benefited a lot more. And that's kind of what I mean about someone who's prepared to identify someone that they really want and will go for and and is clever enough business wise to still rein the financial uh, horses at bay or whatever the mixed metaphor is Do you see what I mean that's all I'm not being I'm trying to be uh, as uh, honest as I can about it without sounding like a hater really
1: no, fair enough. Um, let's finish on a lighter note. I did have a question from Kent Goodrich, which was one of those Mary Shag Kill type questions, <laughs> but but we'll have to we'll have to save that for another, another po- podcast. Um, Nick Seal asked, so this is just bringing it full circle back to Chelsea and the Capital One Cup. Um, if we if we um, he said if it's hundred percent. Made sure that we beat Chelsea in the final. Who out of the Tottenham Hotspur family Facebook group would you date, and would you date, take out for a drink, and why?
2: Well, I think I know it's um it's probably an obvious answer, but I'd I'd um I'd have to get William Pearman drunk. I think, uh, get him some good Spanish beer, and then knock him out with some Spanish fortified wine later on but in between time there'd be a fair amount of good conversation and a a lot of inventive swearing and i'm sure it'd be up for a bit of a smoke as well so i i think it would have to be william yeah although i must say eddie makes me laugh hilariously so much as well i'd like to bring eddie along as well if i can bex um
3: i would very much like to unveil winston well, Gowan. Stole, you stole yeah.
0: mine.
3: Sorry, because I have, <laughs> I love the way that people come up with their their fake profiles, and I understand completely why it's done. Um, yeah. But now the bear has been um, unbared, as it were. Then because I would have said woofo, because I'm intrigued to find out what goes behind the mind, and I like the comments. But Winston has the Jamaican patois that I cannot do, even if I'm reading it from a screen, I still can't do it, and I would love to. Listen to someone read those.
1: Liam can do Patois.
3: Read those out to me when he does it, because I'm I just absolutely in awe of it. I, it's nothing. I guess it's because of where I live, basically. As well, it's not something that's high on the list of Pompey locals. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Jan, it out I didn't pa- mean to.
2: I'm chicken out of, out of the patwa, but I, I know that um, one thing you can say is uh, bacon.
3: If you yeah. just say beer, beer, beer can. can. Yeah. Yeah, beer, beer can. That's it's, a terrible It's all of the rest of it, and I just, <sighs> I'm really impressed, and but I just can't understand it. So definitely Winston for me. And
1: it's I, like, um, sorry, go on.
3: Go on, and, and I was just going to ask, how about you? Things as I've stolen your
1: thunder. I was going to say Winston, and now I'm stumped. Well, I'm seeing Rob next week, so.
0: Ooh, in that one.
1: Rob, yeah. <laughs> um yeah but about the, the the bacon thing i was just going to say that um it's a bit like conjunctivitis um to to do a sort of jawdy accent um you can get around that by saying conjunct- conjunctivite i can't i can't do it now well
2: you actually
1: say... yeah go on go on
2: no please continue i
1: was just <laughs> you say conjunctivitis you can
2: it's very easy to say that word in a jewelry accent Conjunctivitis. There you go. Oh, uh, here's one. If you imagine, think of Paul Gascoigne, right? You, you see his face. You know when he's, he's celebrating a goal and his mouth is like completely wide, yeah? That's what Geordies do. They have their, mouth, they have their mouths wide all the time. If you put your mouth wide like that, like your Paul Gascoigne celebrating a goal and you'll start a talk like a Geordie without a doubt try it, (laughs) not necessarily on air, but when you get home or when you go to the bathroom, go in front of the mirror, just make your mouth nice and wide, uh, make a nice wide face and then try and talk like Paul Gascoigne and I guarantee you'll be able to do it.
3: Um, The Geordie thing, when I was still in the Navy, we had a young lad who worked on the main gate, Um, really young, Geordie lad, really very broad accent. And he went through a whole phase of saying to people, as they came through the gate, you have to show your pass to get in. And he used to say, wank you very crutch. He said, thank you very much. And the number of people, as you, you could see it on their face as they walked past, it would be a kind of.
0: I did he think really he that? said
3: what I thought he said. And, and is that puzzlement that goes on their face? Like, Did he really say that? Should I go back and check, or should I just carry on walking? Because if I go back and ask him and he said, "Thank you very much, then I'm going to look really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That kept us um, amused many nights.
2: It's,
3: well, it's, it's, been
2: very, it's been a real pleasure doing a podcast with you, Rebecca, and it's nice to finally speak to you. <laughs> um after after the wild ferociousness of Nikki last week, to have the tranquil calmness. Almost a Buddha like
0: (laughs) presence.
3: Yeah, I'm fat. You can just say it. You don't have to just be nice about it and call me Buddha.
0: Oh. (laughs)
2: Ruined it now. Sorry.
3: Sorry. That was, yeah, I'm horrible. Sorry about that. Anyway, yes, it's been fun.
1: It has. And in a few weeks from now, hopefully, um, we'll be doing an all female Spurs podcast, which I think will be a first. Yes. Um, so that's you... something to look forward to. Yeah, lucky you. I I won't be saying. a thing. I'll be sitting there quietly in the corner.
3: Ah, uh, you need somebody to control the rabble, Javad. Oh,
1: I'll just let you get on with it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be sitting in the corner quietly. Um, I'll give you a I'll f- give you a bit fidd- of advice, dad,
2: Jav. um, yeah. ch- channel Des, just sort of going there, going hi, I'm Jav. welcome to the spurs podcast i'm surrounded by ladies just as i like it (laughs) just take it from there
1: thank you liam thank you rebecca thank you very Um, much we're all off to one of john terry's (laughs) again the future's bright the future's lily white good night